Welcome to The Outlaw Way, where we will share and discuss ways to help kids and teens become higher-level humans. Join us in building a community where students redefine what it means to be educated. At Outlaw EDU, we are on a mission to rekindle students' curiosity and to build on their interests and passions right now. Our holistic approach includes three pillars, the mind, body, and soul, where students learn real-world skills in real-life settings. Our youth have a lot to offer the world, and we can't wait to share it with you. Welcome, everybody, to the very first episode of the Outlaw Way podcast. My name is Tyson Henry, (laughs) along with (laughs) Brooke Tobia. Hello. Um, (laughs) (laughs) We are extremely uncomfortable doing this podcast, but however, we do think that the things that we are doing um, are very important and our youth need it. So we are willing to put ourselves in this uncomfortable situation for the sake of the youth having a voice and kind of potentially sharing our viewpoint on how education could look for our youth. Exactly. So Tyson, yeah, tell them a little bit about you. Yeah, so uh, this is this is the hardest part, honestly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if we're asking our, our athletes and youth to do hard things, and we got to step up and do it too. Yeah. So I am a professional coach for... 17 years now for skiing and biking and strength and conditioning. Um, I've started a few different teams. So the Arrowhead Ski Team out of Sundance, Utah, and the Outlaw Bike Team, which has athletes all over the continent, North America, and we train and compete all over the world with the World Cup Mountain Bike Team. Uh, and then, yeah, how about you, Love Rick? this program. Yeah, <laughs> this is uh, that's actually how... Tyson and I met is because my son was really into biking and uh, joined the Outlaw Bike Team a couple years ago now, two, three years ago. And it was just his belief system and how he ran the program really resonated with us and felt like it was something not only about biking and and having fun, but just like a way of life Um, and like just going about living your life and being the best possible version. So that's kind of what we are about at home. And so to find a program like that was really, really awesome and felt really natural for us to like lean into. And that kind of like transitioned us into starting this, you know, EDU program. Um, I have a background in education for almost around 15 years now, from traditional teaching to charter school teaching to, um, you know, just project-based learning uh, to consulting. Uh, a lot of it around the middle school, high school age, or around math and science, but have taught all the subjects, a lot of the subjects, and have always found that there needs to be the theme of student voice in all of it. And so I've done a lot of work around that. And so when I met Tyson, I remember just thinking like, I wanna work with this person. He has uh, a side to offer, something to offer students that I couldn't offer. And I thought together, uh, if we created something, we could create something really powerful for our youth. And I've always been looking for a way to kind to kind of steer the ship a little bit um, in education. And I realized, unfortunately, in the traditional school setting, uh, that is very, very difficult to do, uh, to make change that really needs to happen, what I believe really needs to happen. 
is really challenging. So we're going about this unconventional approach and going to try something new, which hence is Outlaw EDU. So uh, Tyson, we're here. It's been a little bit over a year now because we started with a prototype. Yeah, exactly. That prototype was really fun. Thanks to Woodward Park City to house us there and a cool idea of having the students present a soap style project to them. Um, so that was, that was kind of the genesis of of where this started and where it's at now. Um, and One thing I, I really... In... Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, just... Uh, this is what, 2.0, version 2.0, 2. 1.5? Yeah, 1.5-ish, 1.75. <laughs> I know, like, uh, I one of the things I really liked about the prototype 1.0 uh, is we really you know, use student voice to kind of drive what we want. We talked about their passions. We talked about their interests. We talked about what was working with school and what was not working with school. Um, a lot of the students we found, especially athletes uh, we found who are in action sports, they needed something different. They often are finding something like they need to do it their own way. They want to think outside the box. They want to push the limits. I mean, that's what they do in their sport. And so that translates directly, obviously, in their schooling and how they educate themselves. And so they were finding it difficult to find relevance and meaning in their schooling and wanted to do something more and better. And we also found that, you know, that theme of them. I felt like school and most of them was just kind of strangling, strangling their curiosity, you know, just exactly, killing it. Yeah. And that... I mean, I guess that's where the big reason for my passion for this and what I've wanted to do for so long to help out athletes and students is exactly that, just to rekindle their joy of learning and mm-hmm. creativity um, and not just let or not just have like a school be something they had to go do, mm-hmm. but something they get that to they're, do. yeah, they get to do and they're stoked about it and excited. And it, it was, what's that word, symbiotic with their athletic career and goals and dreams. Yeah, that's worked really nicely. And and, it, and there is that natural like need when you have students who are pushing the boundaries in their sport like that. And it's just, it, it makes sense why it just would carry over. And, and I think it's silly that, you know, we don't see that or consider that in when we're educating our youth for the, however many years they're in school, right? It's like we need to pay attention to all parts of themselves and, yeah, so what I was thinking about the, the prototype part, it was interesting because we have their interests and their passions, and we're talking about that when we create our projects. But also, we know, especially in our demographic currently, is all all boys right now. We want girls. And that's going to be another conversation. But from like 13 to 17 years old, and they need movement. They absolutely need movement, and a lot more than a lot of the schools are offering. And one of the cool things we noticed and learned and have been practicing now for over a year is before anything, we start that with that movement, right, Tyson? So you want to talk a little bit about that since that's your background? Like why yeah. we did that and we switched it up a couple of different ways, right? Like yeah, trying to yeah, work at the beginning or the end there, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I think what's working really well now is to start with our fitness side. So the body connection of how we learn and 
just you know kids especially boys right like like you said right now we have mostly boys we want more girls but um, boys for sure are kind of targeted as being rambunctious or if they're they're a bad student right if they're um moving around moving too around. much or mm-hmm. they're not paying attention or you know learn a different way so um we've learned that starting off with a pretty difficult challenging workout um for the day get some going get some kind of um primed for for learning and um are, are way more attentive or able to put in their best effort for the project portion, which is our, our second portion of the day. Um, yeah. There's tons of research to back that. Don't have the numbers with me right now, but um, you know, lots of lots of data showing how beneficial movement and just a strong body is for creativity, uh, thought process, um, and um, just your, your brain juices get them going. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and. And we're thinking forward to with Outlaw Edu, where it's we're trying to bring all of the things that we want and that we believe healthy, higher level humans, you know, should have and incorporate in their everyday life, you know, as they get older. And so, if if that's what we know as adults, like that, you need to take care of your body, you need to take care of your mind, you need to take care of your soul. Then we need to foster that and teach them these methods now and like have this as a way of like really understanding that these are the things so if we look at that model you know the uh, competence confidence motivation that we use like we are building this competence and understanding like the why behind we take care of our bodies we exercise all these things why we take care of our mind and our soul and stuff like that and that portion if if they can take this learning and really get that motivation support at the part at the end then I, the hope is that if they can become or get in a stressful situation or their life isn't going as they want, then they go back to these pillars. They, how is my life being balanced right now? Am I taking care of my body? Am I taking care of my mind? How is my soul? What, are, what components are missing here? So they can reevaluate and essentially become higher level humans or have optimal performance, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, there's, there's so much that you just touched on there of, you know, it doesn't take 12 years to learn this stuff like, and, and, or, you know, not learn it, learn all this other stuff for 12 years and then start to focus on mind, body, soul and like your fundamentals as a human mm-hmm. being, not just an athlete, but just a being, you know, a higher level human. That is our, our slogan, our tagline there. Um, and doing that now uh, is so important for them to build those fundamentals and that base of support for them to go throughout the rest of their life um, being happy and healthy. And that's, that's really the key to all this. And we see that, right? And, and yeah. I feel like that's why we see and feel this urgency to get this out and be uncomfortable and just put you know, one step in this direction for, the, for these kids is because the mental state of these kids very commonly in our school system is not good. It's sad. It's scary. It's lonely. Um, and it's something that we need to take care of. We need them to have strong warrior mindsets. They need to be critical thinkers. They need to be problem solvers. They need to be able to feel love and feel the community. And I mean, I feel like that's what they need more than anything. You know, if they have these things and they can 
be successful. So what we're doing, and this is very broad, we're making very like broad strokes here, but in the traditional systems, it's so overlooked and we're just, I feel like a lot of band-aids are being put on these issues. So there's, there's some urgency here. Yeah, sure. totally. And that's, that's a big reason why we have our students we have right now is because they weren't happy in their situation. And, you know, it took a little bit, it took a couple of weeks, maybe a month for some of them to get the hang of it and that it mm-hmm. is a different style for them. It's not the sit down, do what you're told model. It's the come in, move around. It's up to you to take responsibility of your learning and to, mm-hmm. to make that meaningful for you now um Mm -hmm. and that's a you know we're we're super excited of where it's going right now and seeing the progress in our students and uh you know that's that's the education side and the podcast side well you'll be hearing from our students um we're excited to share those those stories (laughs) Um, they've done a great job um, they'll be talking about what they've been learning and even the the warrior summit that we did um, to develop that warrior mindset. And uh, yeah, so that'll be the podcast side as well as yeah. me and Brooke. It, yeah, we'll be yeah using this. I'm excited to see what comes out of this for sure. Um, but to backtrack a little bit on our, our day-to-day routine, we do start with a workout. And in between the the project time when we start sit down and really get to work on our on our projects we'll talk about in just a second but we do have this like we call it like a half time where we sit down we have our lunch together we're talking but we build in like some real world like skills that they need you know and and even yeah. actually before that we start with like some breath work even right we like get really present into our body and you are great at leading these different types of uh, breath and teaching them to our students and me um, like the different ways that we can like for what we need if we're feeling like hyper how do we like ground ourselves if we're feeling stressed how do we calm ourselves if we're feeling inspired how do we like go closer to that vision all through like meditation and breath which has been super powerful and all of our students have been saying that they use it outside of when we're doing it yeah yeah it's been really cool to see them embrace it right it's always kind of weird for kids especially young boys to yeah to do that type of stuff and be <laughs> sitting um, in a room our eyes are yeah, all closed <laughs> and doing some breaths <laughs> yeah exactly but they have to, they have definitely taken to it and you can see you know the ones that actually put in some effort they um yeah they use it outside in their athletics and in other times mm-hmm. and um i think it's super important and that's our so that'd be our, our sole component <laughs> yeah for lack of a better word yeah and then just like that community, like feeling safe in that vulnerable space. Like you said, it's silly. Like we're sitting there, our eyes are closed. Sometimes we're laying on the ground and it's like, we're just connecting. It's like, uh, okay, <laughs> this is okay. A little weird, but they do it and they like, they embrace it. And there's that trust and safety there, which is a huge component of, of any kind of learning um, environment. I think you need to have for sure. Yeah, so definitely. that's really cool. And then the and then that when we're having lunch, I really appreciate these discussions of around I don't know, recently we we're just having conversations around communication, like basic yeah. if someone texts you, you should respond. Whether it's like real quick or like, hey, let me call you let me text you back in a bit or whatever it might be, but have a thoughtful one or how your you're body listening, yeah. yeah, your active listening. 
and your body posture, what that communicates to others. And just these little things that I think we just kind of glaze over and expect people to pick up just socially. But yeah. I think that's not the case. When it's you definitely just not the case now, yeah. Society. Nope. Yeah, and the, the ones that do, <laughs> like when I get a, an email from uh, a potential athlete to join one of my teams and it comes yeah. from the athlete themselves and it's yeah. really well written they provide details and info and it's grammatically correct it makes such a big difference and i, I just know that they're going to be an asset to the team and not just exactly. you know yeah. not just their parents doing it for them 100 percent. and so yeah that, like learning what first impressions mean yeah. and how especially when we have students who are looking for sponsorship and going a long way with their sport it's like these things matter. You might not get many of these opportunities and just in life in general, right? So it's like, make this count. Be, yeah, why not be ready for it if, if it comes up? Yep. Yeah, be ready now. So that's fun. And then we get into our project stuff and our project's fun. It's, it's based on, and this is kind of like one of my passions is you really, we really get to take into account what the students are interested in, what they're passionate about, um, where they are in their lives. Um, how you know it really can be it's this is a term that one of my old principals michael ecker shout out to him because he's also an amazing human um how to make it relevant and meaningful you know and um when we create projects that's what we're aiming for so yeah. with their voice in mind we think about what are these pillars we really want to teach them and then how can we use what they're interested in and they're passionate about and where they might want to go and embed that into the project. And that's been really fun because then you have like this automatic buy-in, right? Yeah, so totally. we might be learning, we don't ever teach in silos. So it's like, you're gonna be learning your science through, you know, we're talking about sleep and the benefits of sleep, for example. You're reading scientific journals. We're breaking through and going through the data. We're listening to different podcasts. We're, you know, watching different things on YouTube. Um, and we're breaking it down to understand like what the science is behind good sleep. And so they're and then, like, wait a second, we did science? I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then testing it, right? Having them try it out and be like, hey, what did you notice when you, exactly. when you got good sleep or when you didn't get good sleep or what contributed to that? Yeah, that's one of my favorite things that you've brought in, into EDU is that notice and name component. And so like continually reflecting with our students, like, all the time yeah, no matter what it is so <laughs> if it is the sleep component we're talking about that yeah we had a daily reflection on our sleep then we came in and we talked about it and if we're having a bad day it's like or if someone one of the students is having a hard time we all notice and name it <laughs> like <Yep. laughs> what's going on here you know yeah um and that's that's contributed a lot of dynamic ability to our projects because they you know we you present it we present it and then it goes through a lot of changes as we, as we get into it and figure out what works and what doesn't for the students. Yeah. I think that's a really important component. Like, Oh, you guys, I will often come with an, an idea like, Oh, this is what our ex exhibition can be like, which is actually <laughs> a completely different one with what we have now. Um, but they all were like, Nope, that's yep. not, we don't like <laughs> that idea. How it. about this instead? And, and then together through collaboration, it was like, it turns out to be way better than, you know, just doing it on our own. I think that's a good tip for coaches and teachers and our educators. It's just like making sure again, like 
giving them an opportunity to voice their opinion and encourage them to give some solutions. And some of the staff yeah. instead of just not saying they don't like it, you know, like, okay, well then how else could we do this and still show and um, exhibit your learning, you know? Yeah, exactly. So then we, after we do that and it's, it's great. And our projects are usually around eight to 10 weeks. And we'll talk about our, our, the project that we're actually starting to wrap up maybe next episode, but um, called unlocking your optimal performance. Um, but then we finish our, our day with a section called learn through play and Tyson, tell them about that. I love this part. Yeah. This is the funnest part and the kids, uh, mm -hmm. students all look forward to it. I look forward to it. Mm -hmm. So there's lots of research data showing how important it is for young athletes to participate in a variety of sports as long as possible. Um, so we aim to uh, expose them to uh, learning all these different sports. So we've been playing basketball, a um, little bit of frisbee. Well, we tried frisbee, got cold and snowy, and didn't work out too well. <laughs> um, Hands are frozen. And, yeah. <laughs> and now we're doing uh, boxing at a local gym in Park City. Uh, it helped us out with some some pricing there. Um, mm -hmm. And it's rise just uh, yeah, mm -hmm. rise shout out. Um, and then uh, yeah, it's just exposing them to all forms of athleticism so they don't get sh just get stuck in you know specializing in one sport even though mountain biking skiing uh, skating are all amazing and you could totally spend all your time doing that but you will be a better athlete um, to participate in a variety of sports and then there's just a longevity factor in there as well like it's cool to be able to say oh yeah i can do that and mm -hmm. just jump into something and be ready for the challenge, I think. is Yeah, that. and it's fun. It's like that component of like learning something new and getting that grit around something that you might not be very good at in the beginning. Exactly. And understanding that, that's been a really cool, cool thing. Yeah. We just like, none of our students actually had been into boxing. And they all love to box, obviously, these teenage boys. <laughs> but um, when we actually put um, them in a, in a class, and I'm doing it too, and I'm almost threw out my shoulder, um, <laughs> thinking I'm a professional boxer already, but it's been great to see them like, um, really own it and like learn and lean into it. And some of them are really getting into it and say that they want to continue it even after this, which is pretty yeah, cool. Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. You never know until you get the opportunity to try something new. Yeah. Oh, just, uh, I forgot. We need to do a shout out to PC fit because I mean, they have been like our utmost supporter in our, in our athletes. Physical yeah, this would fitness. be this would be very difficult without them. So yeah, big shout out to Chris and PC Fit, Chris and Sarah. Yeah, I mean they let us use their gym. Um, it's a gorgeous, beautiful gym in Park City. They've opened it up. They've let the students work out there for free, and the transformation that working out. Uh, I know we're going back to the beginning of our day, but it's really great. It's like not only changing in their in their physical bodies and getting stronger. But their mental state, I think yeah. this has been like one of the biggest components of how they're getting stronger mentally. Yeah, it's so important for young athletes, boys and girls, to get strong physically. It gives them so much confidence and, and uh, you know, ability to just say yes to new opportunities and confidence to put themselves out there and try, mm -hmm. try hard things. Trying hard things. I think we could like, let's let's talk about that and we can wrap it up. But trying hard things that yeah. is probably one of my favorite 
topics to explore with these students um, and my students that I've always like taught as a teacher but it's okay and like feeling like safe enough in, in yourself to be like okay I'm going to give this a chance I'm going to try this and you and understanding that it doesn't have to be this big leap right it's like just just start moving towards something that you want but it could be difficult yeah exactly and just embracing that uncomfortable zone of not knowing what's going to happen or mm -hmm. um, getting into a you know a whole new situation that you could totally fail at and will most likely fail at but knowing that you have that growth mindset to overcome whatever comes your way um i think is really like kind of distills everything we're trying to do right <laughs> i mean we have lots of examples of that like uh to the most physical sense um and i can experience i can talk about this just because i experienced it myself but then also my son um has been doing it just the cold plunge and actually one of yeah. your coaches on the bike team was really supportive um, for clive travis um yeah. he was like for mental strength start with the cold plunges and because it's like the most basic kind of like secretive way to slip in like this strong growth mindset you know practice yeah, exactly it's like why the crap am i getting in cold water uh-huh yeah yeah what is this and then it's like all of a sudden there's like this growth it's like now he's doing it he's been doing this 30-day challenge and it's just like this every day like well i gotta do it i don't want to let myself down i've made a commitment to myself and there's like this whole thing and he puts in little different challenges you know within each one like can i go further down can i go a little colder can i go a little longer and he's choosing these challenges and that like the most simple basic example of how we can you know, go after these challenges, things that might seem difficult. And then in, the, in our classroom, we also talk about that, right? We often ask each other, like, where are we uncomfortable? Where is that uncomfortable spot? Where are we starting to feel like, ah, I'm nervous. I don't really like this. And then, like, stare right at it. Go <laughs> yeah. for it, you know? Yeah, go for it and chunk away at it, right? Give them that yes. confidence um, and competence to, to be like, all right, I can do this. Or at least it. it's gonna suck, but I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Hence why we're speaking right now. Yep. <laughs> uh, so well. I don't know. I feel like this is a good a good place to end. We're super excited about this journey. Um Tyson, I'm like I'm stoked, I'm nervous, I'm excited, all the things. I think it's gonna be super great. And um I'm looking forward to having more conversations like this and with our students. Yes, definitely. Very excited. Love what we're doing and can't wait to see where it all goes. I don't really know how this works, but um, I think once we post it, post this on Spotify or other podcast platforms, there will be a way um, to reach out for questions or comments or whatever. I think on oh, there, yeah. if not, you can always like email us at uh, com. I'm pretty sure. Or you can find us on, on our website yeah, and then also our Instagram. On there. Yeah. yeah our probably just you can go to our Instagram too. DM us, yeah, and then Instagram outlaw to you. But I mean, spread the word. Like we're just trying to give, you know, it's it's obviously not a one size fits all, but there is a need for something like this. We believe it, we see it. And um, if it's something that you 
want to get behind too and want to know more about or want to talk about, like, let's use this platform to do that. So. Yeah, definitely. Please reach right. out. Good job, Tyson. Yeah, Congrats. Thanks, Rick. We did it. <laughs> All right. See ya. Bye.